fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. What is going on, my fellow domestic terrorists? Welcome back to another episode of We the People Radio. Today, we got a very special episode. This is actually one of our most requested guests for our show. Is really? Beautiful ladies. Yes, absolutely. We get a ton of requests to have you girls on. Bella has been on the show quite a few times. We all know her if you've been a, a listener of our show for a while. But joining her today is the other half of Mostly Peaceful Latinas is Linda aka wake up with linda welcome to the show ladies hi thank you for having me for having us absolutely i'm super excited to have you we're gonna have a spicy spicy show today uh do a little gang banging on our good friend meatball ron uh, (laughs) what's going on in florida and uh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun alan how you doing today bud doing wonderful happy that everybody's here let's rock Let's get Gentlemen, right how do I oh. share this to my to my audience through the link that you posted on uh, Rumble? Yep. Yep. Rumble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're banned okay. from we're banned from everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Rumble's where it's at. We're uh, live on I got it, got Rumble it. channels. Here. We're live on Facebook. We're live on Getter, Foxhole, Cloud Hub. Mm-hmm. I don't know where. Maybe somewhere everywhere else. but YouTube, pretty much. Yeah, YouTube hates right. it. When this I piece of shit. Right, um, right, right, we're still doing all right. Good. We just got started, though. You know, we haven't even had the podcast for a year, so we were able to get through all of the um yeah. the bobbing and weaving that took place in 2020, 2021. With it, you on YouTube? You guys on YouTube? Yeah. Oh, you're lucky. Wow. Yeah, you girls started. Actually, the last time you were on the show, Bella, you guys had just started the show. 
Like it was like, I think like a couple episodes in the last time you were on the show. And now you girls are everywhere. You're absolutely crushing it. You're bringing on great guests. So before we get started about Meatball Ron and everything that's going on in Florida, tell everybody where they can find your show and, and a little bit about Mostly Peaceful Latinas. Yeah, so you guys can check us out on YouTube at MostlyPeacefulLatinas.com. I mean, Mostly Peaceful Latinas on YouTube. Uh, we yeah. are on Instagram at Mostly Peaceful Latinas, and we're on Twitter uh, really doing some really base things on there at MPL Podcast 305. Base as fuck. You have a lot of people coming after you, and I fucking love it. Yeah, you know, when you're doing the right things. As, as our friend Natalie Denise likes to say, snatching wigs left and right. <laughs> Uh, I fucking love it. I'm here for accurate. it. Super accurate. So you girls are down in Florida and you do a lot of good coverage about what's going on down there. Cause uh, as we can see on Twitter and on social media, there's the Ron DeSantis media industrial complex that's going on. All these paid influencers uh, that are just pushing all these talk Ron DeSantis talking points, which are totally fucking nonsense. And I really wanted to get your, your girls take on what's going on down there with uh, my man Meatball Ron. I think the first thing that we have to clarify is that I don't really think that they're getting paid. I think that they have access, right? Okay. And access is equally as important as getting paid um, because it's like, you know, it, it, let's, let's name a few of them. You have Dave Rubin, you have mostly everybody from the Daily Wire. You have uh, this this guy John Cardillo, a dirty cop. That's oh, actually, I, I have to I have to correct you. It's John Cardildo. Right. The- I was gonna say, <laughs> AKA before you know, John Cardildo, um, who's a a dirty cop that's being exposed right now for committing fraud. Mm-hmm. Um, with government contracts and it, uh, this this uh, a midget Reuter, his name is Dave Reboy. Um, you have somebody from Fox News, uh, Lisa Booth. You have Carol Mershevitz or something like that. So a Jewish uh, Fox News anchor. I don't know how to say her last name. Those are, uh, you have Benny Johnson. Um, you have also Rob Smith. Uh, the the black gay veteran from Turning Point USA. So they really have access to the DeSantis team, the DeSantis campaign, Christina Pusha, who's uh, basically like the recruiter of influencers. And that is it, you know, that that's kind of how they finesse him into being spokespeople and media surrogates for Ron DeSantis. And they obviously purposely choose people who are in the public eye. Like, you know, Dave Rubin is very successful. You have Ben Shapiro on the whole Daily Wire. You have the people that are able to go on Fox News and talk about Ron DeSantis and how great Florida is. A lot of these people actually moved here during the pandemic. So they're like, oh, like this is a testament to how great Florida is. Like I moved here from California. I moved here from whatever, New York. Um, so I don't really think they're getting paid. I think that it's just more of the access that they get to the office of the governor. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I, I definitely think that makes sense. And, you know, you can't forget that Ron DeSantis gave Dave Rubin a onesie uh, for his adopted baby. Onesies oh, right. for, onesies two, two, two. for the twin boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I apologize. I apologize. The onesie. We had two onesies from, we, we from, from Jill. From Jill and Ron DeSantis. Oh, uh, we, oh we lost Linda. Uh oh. We literally have to. She'll, she'll come back on. Hopefully. She'll get back on. 
Does, James, does your video look like that where it's like blinking off and on, yeah. or is that just on my camera? Bella, don't even get started. It's been trying. <laughs> Sorry, I don't OBS know why this happened. I think I was trying. Yeah, I think that a lot of people make the misconception that it's like, oh, you're a paid troll, you're a paid troll. Like, people are so much cheaper than anyone could ever imagine. It's really, all it is is access to a press conference here, <laughs> an invitation to the governor's mansion there, a mention, a retweet, a follow. It's a, a personal phone number to be able to ask questions. People are a lot cheaper than what mm -hmm. the average audience thinks. The truth is that when people are opposition, when you're paying them, you're leaving a paper trail, therefore making them susceptible to being exposed. <laughs> and you don't want that, particularly not when it's just as effective and a lot cheaper and a lot less problematic to just find cheap people that are willing to do it. I mean, there's no other word, it's for clout because they want the invites, they want to be seen, they want the priority seating. And really that's what drives a lot of these uh, people I would say to their loyalty, which isn't really loyalty, but zero loyalty with any of these people is to the right. highest bidder. And that's, that's the problem. That's the issue that I have with all of them. It's, you know, uh, I think you said it on your show, we, we've mentioned that, you know, Ron DeSantis, he just did governor as he was supposed to, like he did his fucking job. Like he didn't do anything special. He didn't do anything out of the ordinary. He actually, as of right now with this new hate bill that's going on, he took rights away from Americans and infringed on our rights more than anybody. And apparently from what I'm hearing is rents through the roof right now because of a couple of bills that he's passing through and he's lying, lying about it. A lot of the things he's doing with the drag queens, the drag queens and the alcohol. Um, it, it's, it's a total farce. It's all, it's all garbage. And, it's all uh, PR. It's all exactly. PR. He, exactly. he has, he is favored by conservative media, particularly. Um, oh, he is like the king of cultural wars, which cultural wars serves a very specific purpose, which is to um, distract people from our real problems. And of course, if you oppose cultural wars, if you talk about his fake fight with Disney, his fake fight with Hyatt, his fake fight with whatever else, Bud Light or whatever, then you're a groomer then you don't care if, if, if Disney wants to groom children. Do you see how they play the same, the same way that if you oppose BLM, you become yep. a, 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 a black hater, racist. If you oppose anti-Semitism, you obviously a Jewish hater and in the next coming of Hitler. In the same way, if you oppose or speak against the fake fight with Disney, because it's all really orchestrated, um, then you become an enemy of this new cultural war right wing whatever it's, it's the same exact playbook you're absolutely right uh what what but you said it's it's orchestrated and i i agree with you i think it's orchestrated as well but for our audience give us some examples on how it's orchestrated and what he's doing so i guess if people don't remember last summer or actually last year i think it was in march when or in april when they were passing legislation the don't say gay bill which is really called the 
um, yeah. the parental bills, parental rights, rights and education, whatever. Yeah. When they were passing that bill, what ended up happening was that Disney came out and made a statement, a very bold statement, challenging the governor and challenging Floridians. I think it was wrong of Disney to say that because obviously we elected all these um, legislators to fight for us, right? And Absolutely. they said we will use our legis our lobbying power to, I guess challenge the florida law because we believe in equal opportunity blah 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 blah, and we stand with the lgbt community as a result of the density of disney making that statement ron DeSantis and the and and his team come out and say we are going to punish you uh for speaking against the disney situation so then they say the way that we're going to punish you is by taking away the special privileges and by doing all this stuff yada 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 the, 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 ta the, the tax uh the, district. the special tax thing that they had going on where they didn't have to pay, pay tax right so we're going to take away your your taxes your your this your uh it's called the reedy the ready creek or the reedy creek that's what the special district is called. Mm -hmm. And that allows them to have, because obviously it's the biggest corporation in Florida and they bring so many jobs here. So they have a lot of special privileges and things that other companies normally wouldn't be allowed to do. Without a doubt. That brings up a really good point, James, which is something that a lot of people don't talk about. I hear a lot of people say, cancel Disney, cancel Disney, just cancel Disney. Um, this, Walt Disney World is a huge part of the Florida economy. Like, nice. saying just get rid of Disney World has other repercussions that don't just affect it would Disney do. as a corporation, but well, Floridians and people that live in Central Florida that depend on this for job opportunities, taxes that, the, that they bring in, um, tourism that it brings into the state. So it's really not as simple as just saying cancel Disney. And then I hear really outlandish things on the internet, right? It's like, we need to cancel them for the grooming of children. Well, you know, back to the point that we've made on the podcast several times. What's, what do they consider grooming a children? Because we don't have morality laws in this country. So the things that Disney is doing are not illegal. If they were illegal, then they would be held responsible for that. But they're not, which is one of the bigger problems that we have with these DeSantis culture wars is that it never really targets the problem. Let me, hold on, let me, let me go back to the, to the, to the timeline so that, so that Please the do. audience understands. Please do. So he says that he's going to take away this special districts. Fast forward. We start noticing that the reality that we're like, this is really not going on. Like, what, what, do you, what are you guys talking about? Like, that they're going to take away uh, Disney's special tax, tax, tax district. DeSantis' inauguration was sponsored, part of it, by Disney, by BlockRock, and all these companies that he allegedly hates and is fighting against. And he's talking mad shit about, and yeah. He's talking mad shit about. I so think they Disney... paid for the inauguration, Linda. Like they, they, they financed that whole, the whole. Ceremony. Yeah, Disney, Disney Over paid a million dollars for the inauguration, and BlackRock didn't do it directly, but it was through the same um, firm that represents BlackRock was who made the donation. So almost like the donation was made through like a third party, but Disney did make a straight one million dollar donation to the governor's um, inauguration. And so, this, was, this was after he had already pressed them because he had yeah. already like this is after the fact. So like he was already supposedly beefing with Disney. Yeah, he ran his 2022 campaign on his his beef with Disney and then they paid for his 20, 
23 inauguration. And when, and then earlier this year, we reported on the podcast, I'm like, nothing came out of this. Like when they allegedly passed the legislation to repeal the special district, you go and read the bill, which is very short. It's like seven or nine pages. We read it on the podcast and it specifically says on the text of the bill that the special district was not, in fact, repealed. All they did was rename it and then choose. So Disney had its own board for that special tourist district. And all it did was allegedly replace that board with a board that was chosen by the governor from his loyalists, right? Mm. That board gets appointed. One of the people, it's I think like five or six men and one female. Well, how convenient though the one female that is placed on this board by the governor is actually Br Bridget Ziegler, who's the wife of the chairman of the GOP of Florida, Chris Ziegler, who now wants to be impartial. He used to be a big Trump guy. He was he's actually being called a, an insurrectionist because he went to January 6th. He didn't go inside of the Capitol, but he was there at the march. Um, and now he's like, I'm impartial. Like, I support both the governor and Trump. This used to be a huge Trump guy. Well, his wife is now placed on this board by Casey DeSantis, because Casey's really the one running the entire show. You mean Jill? You mean Jill, Jill DeSantis? Jill, Casey, Jill DeSantis. And, um, of course, they have to be impartial because now they owe something to the, go to the governor. Then mm -hmm. what we find out in the last couple of weeks or maybe like a month or so is that that board that they appointed is actually null. Like, like that board based on some like clause or law or something um disney can actually boot them out keep their own old board fast forward where we are right now is that the governor wants to sue disney yada 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 and they're still he's still trying to keep the grift going because how else can he continue to emotionally invest people in this culture war if it isn't with this lawsuit and another lawsuit and another fight and another fight. It's been over a year, just so people know. Like now- It has been a while. Officially, because I saw it today, because we were at that press conference when he announced the Disney stuff, Bella. Yeah. It's been officially a year. It was last April. It sounds like uh, Ron DeSantis is being outmaneuvered by Mickey Mouse. And that's basically what it sounds like in, in, in courts. And he didn't really do anything. Uh, and and they're making it seem like he's standing up to Disney, and again, it just comes down to what it looks like to me. And how you're explaining it is just pure political theater and and, and PR. That's it. Right. Every single agree. thing, every single accomplishment that Ron DeSantis um, has had, that the average person would be like, "Well, Ron DeSantis did this, and Ron DeSantis did that," is an overhyped accomplishment of just basic duties. And here's another thing that's very very much worth mentioning. Florida has some of the strongest activists in the entire country. The grassroots in Florida is stronger than in any other state. 
yeah. in the United mm -hmm. States, right? Why is that important? Because there are a lot of things that Ron DeSantis is doing that he doesn't have a choice but to do because it is the activists that are demanding these things get done. So what I see a lot of the time is that people are like, oh, well, Ron DeSantis did this and that's so based. Like, yeah, but what you don't see is the months of hundreds of activists working, demanding against the, the pushback that we would get from the governor's office, demanding that these things be done. And then when he finally caves in and says, you know what, they're asking for it. This is what they want. I'm going to sign this bill. Then it's like, oh, Ron DeSantis is the most based person. And this is so important because what it does is that it takes away the power from we the people that are very much the ones driving the change and hands it to one man as if though that one man is the solution to florida you want to know why florida is free is because people have not given up on being free in florida that's not happening in any other state so it's important that people really understand the true story of what's happening in florida Florida is based because the people in Florida are mm -hmm. based, not because our politicians are. Well, Florida was Florida was a, a, a great place before Ron DeSantis ever got there. Uh, right, there correct. Which is before. another problem. But correct, yeah. continue. Which it, it, is another problem. We've yeah. tracked, Linda, how far back? We tracked a trend up until uh, the mid-80s. I went all the way back to the mid-80s and tracked a trend of which are the states that people travel to the most. Since the mid-80s, Florida has been number one, if not in the top three spots, it's entire every single year since the 80s. So this other talking point where it's like, well, everybody's coming to the free state of Florida because of Ron DeSantis. No, everybody's coming to the free state of Florida because we've got beaches, hot bitches, and the sun doesn't hurt the arthritis on the old folks. Excellent. Like here, here's the thing too. Like I, you guys, I'm an immigrant. I wasn't born here. And our first vacation to the States was Florida. Like, I've never not been in a world where Florida wasn't a popular place for right. in-home migration or for us when we used to, when I was still living in Colombia, we came here for vacation. So this, this, I do believe obviously that there are people that during the pandemic, right. uh, maybe, maybe sometime in like 2020 when they were still locked down, it's like, holy shit, it's September, 2020, October, 2020, we're still locked down in Michigan. We're still locked down in New York. We're still locked down in California. I'm sure there are people that, and I have followers that said, you know, fuck it. Florida is a lot more free. Governor sure. DeSantis is doing a, sure. There are for sure people that moved here because it was a better place. Oh, but to say, but they're making it seem like we were a swamp land with nothing but alligators and, and pythons and, and nothing. And, and, and all thanks to Ron DeSantis is because it's the reason why people are moving here, which is absolutely ridiculous. Obviously, as Bella said, you have a state that has no, uh, what is it? Uh, no taxes, no, no state taxes. taxes. That's, no, that has always huge. been the number one driver. That alone. Move here. On, on that point, on that point, and, and I actually, I, I was going back and forth with uh, John Cardildo a few weeks back with this, where he was saying about all the people fleeing to the free state of Florida, which is complete bullshit because there has been no huge surge of people out of state moving to Florida because you can go back and track from like, I think, I think the chart I looked at was all the way back from 2008 
And there were bigger percentage spikes then of people relocating to Florida than there were, say, between 2010 and now. Like, it, it basically was like, oh, you know, 2%, 1.2%. So, no, you didn't see this giant migration of people over the country moving to Florida like they say it is because of DeSantis. It's, it didn't happen. Our the arthritis has done more for the the spike in people moving to Florida than Ron DeSantis has. Absolutely. It's the reality. Doctors That's tell people in their old age when they've got osteoporosis and arthritis that they need to move to warmer climates, and therefore people choose Florida over Cal. Usually it was between California and Florida until California became so crazy expensive to live in that Florida is on its way there now. Um, but that's the reality of it. These trends have always existed. It's not a Ron DeSantis thing, but this is part of what he does, right? He will take credit for the things. Um, a perfect example is all of 2021. Now, James, I was on the show. You know this. We've we we've you know that I was out there in the activism that we were at the school boards. That, that these were all things that were going on. And what were we fighting for at the school boards? That it was mid 2021 and kids were still masked up in schools. Yep. And th this is the perfect uh. The, the, the perfect description of what a DeSantis optic looks like. DeSantis would sign month after month after month a state of emergency order for the state of Florida that gave the counties and the local municipalities the power to enact draconian policies within their counties, districts, whatever it was. So the rules that we had where it was mid 2021 and people still had to wear masks, kids were still masked up in schools, people were getting fines in the beaches, all of that shit was going on because Ron DeSantis continued to sign his executive order. Now, what's the problem? That he would sign this emergency order that expired every single month and every single month he would re-sign it. And then he would go on TV and say, why are kids masked up in schools? If they don't do something, I'm going to bring down the hammer on those schools in my head if they keep on masking those kids. And it's like, bro, you're quite literally creating the problem because it's really simple. Why are the kids masked up? because you keep signing the emergency order. You want to keep signing the emergency order because you want to keep receiving federal funds for being under an emergency state. So you're not going to stop signing it. So the entire time that he was talking about, I'm going to sue the school districts and I'm going to cut their wages and I'm going to make sure that they don't get paid and that they can't do this and they can't do that. The one creating the problem was very much Ron DeSantis by signing this emergency order month after month after month. So we spent an entire year of people taking these viral media clips of Ron DeSantis at these press conferences saying how he was going to bring down the iron fist on these school boards and the, the, the school boards had to listen to him. Meanwhile, the only reason why they had that power was because he kept signing this emergency order month after month after month. And now he's going around saying that he would have fired Fauci. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Which like, get the fuck out of here. It's bullshit. To your point about the, the migration, like me and Alan are from New York and New Jersey, and it's common knowledge that everybody retires and they move down to Florida if you're from New York, New York and New Jersey. Everybody's grandparents. Oh, my grandparents are live in Florida now. I'm like, oh, they retired down there. Same thing with the people from Toronto. Same thing with the from the people with Canada. It's most it, that's why we call them the snowbirds. It's yeah. always been the case. Yeah. So I think I think it's really ugly and disingenuous what's going on. Not with just the influencers, DeSantis' campaign, and everybody else who are trying to rewrite history in Florida. People forget. And when we mention when we mention, hey, 
yeah, sure. Thank God for the governor for doing, like, we try to be like, you know, uh, uh, pretty solid with her commentary of, yeah, DeSantis was better than Gavin Newsom, but was he better than the lady in Idaho or Christy Noam in South Dakota or the guy in Utah or Wyoming or whatnot? Of course he wasn't, right? Um, and because there was eight states that actually never shut down, that never put a, 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 a emergency order, but nobody likes to compare it to those states. They need to compare it right. to... Gavin Newsom and Andrew Cuomo and whatever other crazy and, and, and Gretchen Whitmer. I think it's very disingenuous what they're doing too with how they are changing history, right? Yeah. And like, the beach never closed. What the fuck? My birthday was in June. My birthday's in June, right? June what, Linda? June, June what? 3rd. June 3rd. I'm June 6th. All right, Gemini. Gemini's and my birthday is in June and the beaches were still closed in Miami in June. Okay. I remember they had mask ambassadors, which look, it's, it wasn't the governor. That was not the governor's fault. Right. Like that, that came from the city of Miami beach who were trying to mitigate the the COVID spread. So, you know what we had for, for a very long time until literally we started like intimidating the mask ambassadors and they were like, we better just like tell them to fuck off. We had one, one brand ambassador or one mask ambassador per entrance of South Beach telling you to wear a mask on the sand in the ocean and they would fight you for it. Wow. And people started getting aggressive, like, yo, fuck off. I am not going to wear a mask while I'm on the sand with the ocean and the sun. And yeah. I remember calling the governor's office so many times, just like pissed off, like, you need to fucking stop this shit. Like, you, you, you like, do something about this petty tyrant. I mean, I have videos from later, from 2021, 2021, when they finally rescinded the curfew that Miami had for so long. New Year's 2020, we had a curfew. We couldn't go celebrate New Year's Eve like other places. In fact, even 4th of July, I went over to Jenny Springs, which is six hours away from Miami in car to just go celebrate 4th of July like a normal person because we were still under tyranny in Miami and Broward and Palm Beach. So this whole like history revisionist that's happening on Twitter, especially on Twitter, which is where the AstroTurf campaign is going on, right. um, it's a lie. And it's, you know, it, it, one of the things with us is that our perspective is so unique compared to anybody else. Like, not only did we start off as truthers, like posting truth and challenging the government narrative and mainstream ma narrative but on the internet, we became activists, like true activists that mm -hmm. were involved in leading significant change that was nationally recognized in Miami-Dade. We helped the governor with his campaign in 2022. We helped the governor with content. We helped the governor with opposition research. We we did this for the governor because we wanted him to get elected. So to have people, we we know activists that fought with us, that fought with us all 2021 that have now, because they support Ron DeSantis and are being offered these perks, if you will, um, have now been, are, are now the ones that are rewriting the same history that they had to fight for. It's like, motherfucker, like, 
You were out there with your with your bullhorn, middle of the summer, 2021, demanding that they let you breathe fresh air because the governor was blocking you out of, of, of press conferences. So it is interesting when people try and... Uh, Look, sometimes people just know more than you. And no one in another state in Texas and Louisiana or anywhere else is going to tell me and Linda that they know more than us when it comes to Florida and what's going on with Ron DeSantis. Why? Because we saw it. We saw the special treatment that we got from team from Trump DeSantis, from Christina Pusha, from uh, from their little team when they were still trying to acquire us as a voice for Ron DeSantis. Once they realized that we weren't going to turn, then that's when the perks, the tickets stopped coming, the events stopped showing up, the phone calls don't have access to. Oh, absolutely. They were were trying to like, hey, like be a part of our team and, you know, talk Ron DeSantis. And all of a sudden they realized that you weren't going to just flip sides that quickly, that easily, like most people do. There's definitely a courting process. There's a courting process that takes place with these influencers. Oh, hundred percent. And just and like, just just like when you know DeSantis was courting Lee Zeldin hardcore, and that didn't work out well for him. You know, being in New York and knowing Lee and seeing that he was, I and I was I was happy to see it, but I was surprised because he had a couple events here, and Lee Zeldin was opening up for him when Lee Zeldin was running for governor. Ron DeSantis came to New York and had a Trump style type rally for him, and I was happy to see that he turned around and. He, he knew it was right, and he is, you know, endorsed and supporting Donald Trump. I wanted to ask you guys a question, being that you're from Florida, boots on the ground, you know what's going on. I don't know if it's something you had covered. And I was what actually – Hold on. What is that background noise that I keep hearing? Is it's that like just- if somebody has the, the sound on listening to the podcast. So sometimes uh, James's earphones, <laughs> earphones pick up the microphone sometimes because they okay. got like the super duper audio over there. It, it, it does happen. It. We don't know what the fuck is going on. We need yeah. we need someone who's smart so, with technology. I love how James was like, don't worry. I'll teach you guys everything you need to know about being your own producer. <laughs> It's, he's got this one technical difficulty that it's internal that we can't seem to figure out. Like, we'll, we'll, we both run a show Tuesdays and Fridays, and then when he's got it, if it's, for some reason, the stream just screws up. It, it's, it's Even when you, when you run it now sometimes, what's weird, I, we, we can't figure it out. I've changed cameras. I've changed every piece of equipment. Uh, we cannot figure it out. I, I think it's, it's the feds. The feds have sitting down the you know the block from your house. They're in their florist van, and then, you know that's what they're doing. I know. I know they, they target us. From everywhere. So, so, I hate to cut you off. What was your question? No, no, that's fine. I wanted to ask you guys if, if I was having a conversation um, uh, with Roger Stone about this not too long ago about the living in living in Florida have this this twenty percent increase in electric bill. Because the electric companies literally loaded up Ron DeSantis's uh, uh, campaign nine million dollars, and then apparently there were a bunch of DeSantis appointees on, a, on an electrical board, and they're doing like, are they doing rolling blackouts, or is it just people that aren't paying their bills because of the increase, and then they can turn elect they could turn the electric off, off on on customers and not disclose the information about their turnoffs? So you guys follow any of that? Um, I, I wasn't aware that people's powers were getting. Did, did you know we were having apagones in Florida? Because I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know if they were rolling blackouts or th- there's a bunch of stuff on. What it. I yeah. what Ron I can DeSantis tell you is, is the king of climate change. Ron DeSantis is the AOC of the right. The right. It's just they, I, I, it's funny. I just posted about it on my story like an hour ago. I'm like, why doesn't anybody call out this man? 
who's who's literally signing a $68 million uh, uh, piece of legislation to have electric vehicles in all of the major cities of Florida. They want to, like, I'm just so against the entire climate change agenda, the electric vehicle agenda. And so what is he doing exactly? He oh, is implementing it. Agenda 2030. Like, he literally is doing yes. that. He, there's a video of him that, I think this happened like three months ago, sometime at the beginning of the year, where he's at a press conference and he's like, look, I don't, I'm just saying that like, I see the sea rise rising. Like, I, I see the climate change. And he's, he's, he is the AOC of the right. And I'm not I'm not sure how people are just kind of giving him a free pass right. for that. There's all sorts of um like carbon emission goals that he's set over the next um eight to ten years that are pretty radical and line up with those of the you know the both NWO. Of, both of his agendas of what he's trying to say make absolutely no sense. They don't go together. On one hand, he's saying that everybody's moving to Florida and 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 the housing market is booming and all this is going on. At the other end, he's saying that water levels are rising. And if he thinks that climate change is real, Florida is going to be underwater in the next couple of years or whatever they're saying now, because every fucking time they say that. It never happens. He's really uh, taken advantage because Florida, uh, to be a politician in Florida, you do have to care about the environment, right? Because you could right. have dirty water, dirty beaches. Uh, uh, we need great. to preserve the Everglades. Like these are all things like environmental things that are very important. They don't, they, they actually have to do with the, the what, what is it? The topography of like, of, of Florida as mm -hmm. opposed to imposing but, new world order things it's conserving florida you do have to because florida is a very special state with a very special habitat but he's taking advantage of that in order to be able to introduce these bills that um because he has introduced bills that again set these very dramatic goals for emission reduction in the state of florida that can be comparable to those in an aoc green new deal well, and just the cars alone, just that alone is a is a telltale sign that he's try, trying to do this. And when we say that we don't believe in climate change, does it mean that we don't want to take care of the environment? Like so many so many people still right. misconstrue that. Like we still care about the environment and what's going on. We just don't think giving the government billions and trillions of dollars to fix it is is going to to solve the issue. Uh, you absolutely have to take care of the environment in a lot of these places. Um, but and you got to take care of the big snake problem you guys got going on down there. Uh, oh, that's not you know what you guys got. That's not a problem. That's only no, a problem to you people that are not from here. Besides, don't you have snakes in the desert? Yeah, there was actually a rattlesnake right in my neighborhood. I was fucking freaking out, walking Marley, and I was like, "Holy shit, giant!" I was, was got gonna me. say, "I'm like, dude, you've got worse snakes than we do out here. We just got like gators and stuff like that, but that's norm. That's that's but easy." You got big ass bugs. You do have big ass bugs. And, yeah, we and do have everything. Bugs. We got bugs. We got snakes. We got alligators. We got sharks. And the humidity. The, sharks, the the sharks is something people don't like to talk about. I like to talk about them because I've actually experienced a shark like right next to me uh -huh. um but miami beach is full of sharks i mean oh, yes. you swim a little bit past like the buoys or whatever they're called and it's like mm -hmm. infested with sharks, sharks everywhere down Florida's there i'm on long island new york and we have a ton of sharks here too like same with jersey i not talk about yeah, that's right. you guys got a lot of bull sharks and stuff yeah. Yeah. Jaws is based off a shark in new jersey like <laughs> is it really, is it really? 
Jaws. Yeah, Jaws is based off a shark attack in New Jersey. We get the same female great white shark that migrates from Florida. She's tagged. She comes up and she's up by Cape Cod every year. She's tremendous. She's like twenty a twenty five foot female. It's the same shark, same tag, and she comes up every year and she migrates down from Florida and she comes up. I think I think they've seen her in Cocoa Beach. Probably the same shark. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cocoa Beach, wild. a white shark. Wild. It's their habitat. And, and in reality, I tell people, because yeah. I, I, I've surfed my entire life and people are always like, aren't you scared of sharks? And I'm like, not really, because when you think about how many millions of people are in the ocean, literally every day all over the world, uh, people are in the, the water. How many people die of shark attacks? Not very many. It doesn't happen. Well, we see often. more of it here in Florida. It is like the shark capital of the world, but... Look, yeah. we're just hoping that people actually leave. Like I, we want to instill fear in people about Florida. We want them to. <laughs> oh, leave. You, oh, yeah, you want, That's how I feel about Vegas. I'm like, yo, stop coming here. Like, leave us alone. You're ruining the state. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, you guys. Um, what well, Nevada was able to get a good governor, right? No, no, we have Joe Lombardo who covered up the entire Route 91 shooting and was in on the Las Vegas shooting the entire time. Like he wouldn't bring out any evidence whatsoever. Um, and there's he was but what involved. about as far as everything else? As far as he says he would have kept us unmasked and wouldn't have locked us down. But again, <laughs> he was shithead Steve's lackey the entire time that he was the sheriff and shithead Steve was the governor. I went to Vegas during the lockdown in 2021. I was there in August 2021. We, we first went to Arizona. We went over to Sedona, and then we went to the Grand Canyon, and then we drove to the Grand Canyon to Las Vegas to spend the weekend with my girlfriends for a bachelorette party. And when we got there on Thursday, these motherfuckers put the mask mandate back on. So as, oh, we yeah. are, so as we are making the line to go inside of Omnia Club or whatever... The bouncer comes and he's like, mask, mask, mask. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, you have to wear a mask. It was so ridiculous. Our like, state was the like, first one to do it again. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And they're like, and and they're like, no, you have to wear it just to get inside. Linda, you have no idea how many stores Retarded. I'm banned from. Like all the gas stations around my house. I am 86 from. They won't let me in and shop there because I refuse. I wouldn't play the fucking yeah. game. And they just said you can't come here. They called the cops on me. It's it's fucking a disaster out here. Uh, wow. And I, I I love the weather. I love uh, you know a lot of things about the state. The no the low the low taxes. And, it, and it's funny when we were talking about my migrating. Florida was my second choice. It was Florida and Vegas for my two choices because of the no state income tax. The two things that brought me to Vegas was one uh, legal weed. Two uh, um, there's no there's no giant bugs uh, and no humidity. The, the humidity <laughs> yeah. is what kills me. I, I didn't want to go to a more humid state than New Jersey. I'm good on that. Uh, we're so used to it. Well, I'm from New Jersey. I know what it's like, but it's not as bad as Florida. Florida's rough. I was like, I was telling her on the phone yesterday that it wasn't hot enough because I went rollerblading and I wanted to sweat. Like I wanted to be like drenched in sweat. And like, I was like, dude, it's not even like, not even hot. It's too breezy. It's like, yeah. It's, it's not red hot Latina summer yet. It's not. It's still the springtime. It's not the dead of summer yet. It's still the springtime. Red hot Latina springtime. Right. Down in Florida, it's summer all the fucking time. It's what, how cold does it get in like December, like at nighttime? 
That's not that's not a fair question because the thing is that like the coldest will get will be like thirty <laughs> degrees, but that happens for two hours one day every four years. In like, on average, it, what, it, it's really your... it's like January and February. December is not bad. It's it's no, really it's what's the average temperature around January and February in Miami? Thirties, forties, four. It's it's really forties better, like forty four. Okay, because that's what Vegas is. And I, I, I thought to myself two days out of the year. I know. I for know. three hours in the morning and no, then by sad. noon it's 70. It, it, it's really sad because we don't get to wear our winter clothes <laughs> yeah, that's because you want to look where you like girls is the same thing she's like i want to go to new york in the winter so i yeah. can wear winter clothes remember it's when so i fun. brought that one jacket remember when i bought the the, the puffer that you the only you, you only wore once and you're hot i i, I, I worn it like a total of like two times I brought mine out from New Jersey to Vegas, and and my girlfriend laughs at me because it just sits in the closet. I haven't worn it once. But uh, so also another narrative. Before we get on a tangent about how great Florida is and Vegas compared to fucking shithole New Jersey. Oh, it fucking York sucks out. out here. It's not fucking great out here. It fucking sucks. Don't come over yeah. here. Stay, stay home. The rent is high. FPL is high as fuck. The bugs There's are bugs everywhere. Fuck. Mosquitoes. Yeah. The Latina booty ain't worth it. I promise you. Don't come out here. Do not uh, stay home. Uh, <laughs> you know what's yeah. like really annoying? Like, and I have to say it. I may sound a little bit, I'm a little bit like racist, but I just have to say it and get Send this off it. my chest. Um, I and it happened today. My concern is that Caucasians are are even if they're conservative, they are more passive and less aggressive than Latinos. Latinos will get in your face. Like they they want to like, not nah, like they want to fight, you know? Like yeah. we're going to call legislators 75 times a day if we have right. to, like, just to we'll get them to listen them, to us. Like I'll show up, like, we'll, 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 you know what I mean? And like, Oh no! We love the FBI. It's the, the FBI. FBI. The FBI. She was. She was she'll, she'll be back. She'll be back. No, but I, but she's she she's hundred percent right. She's hundred percent right. Like I don't white know. dudes. I'm sorry. I don't know why. Why? why it's this the happened. FBI, Linda. It's the FBI. It's fine. Oh, it's the FBI. So yeah. when, like, for example, when we were fighting, like the school board stuff, like we were very, very, like in your face type of shit and you could see uh media interviews of the old school members that were out at out when they were like we've never seen anything like this like they were calling me and threatening me and blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> and i'm not saying you should do it but like it's just you know if you don't put force and you don't put that well the proper word is annoying all these people like all these fucking grifters like dave rubin and like john cordildo and like the other loser the the, the, midget, the midget reuter like those people weren't around fighting for Miami or South Florida. No. Like I didn't even know those people existed until like three months ago. Those people weren't around. They weren't they weren't at the school where Dave Rubin has been here for like a whole two years. Dave Rubin never posted about our meetings. Dave Rubin didn't do Dick. So like now you wanna like, oh like this is my state. Like I like I moved here and like just like, like fuck you, bro. Like you don't belong here. Like you don't like you don't get to like grift off our movement and what we did and then because these are the same people that are like 
calling others insurrectionists. Like they would, they're like on the side of Antifa. Like Antifa actually called our school board protest the Miami insurrection because they got that rowdy. So they would be, they they are the same way. They'd probably be like, guys, like we we don't need to get that loud. Like we don't need to, we don't need to show so much force. And that is my worry with these conservatives moving here that they want to like, oh, uh, like they may have like the white comp- like the white savior complex, you know. Or they don't. They don't want to ruffle feathers. They're soft. A lot of them. They just. They're like. They don't like conflict. They're like. I'm just gonna be left alone. Like it's always. And it's funny because we t- say it on the show. I get so many people that message me from back home that I'm friends with or I went to high school with, and they're like, "Oh, I yeah. love. I love your content. I love your show. I never share it or like anything because of this, that, and the other reason." I'm like, "Bro, you're soft. Same. Like, Same. like Same. you're fucked. Like." Same. I I can't stand it. I can't stand it, especially now. Like maybe in the beginning in 2020, I got it because everybody like, you know, everything was still pretty good. Gas prices were good. Like the economy was good. Everybody had jobs. But like our country is literally at stake everywhere that we live and that we hold everything that we hold sacred is being attacked uh, from every angle. And people still don't want to ruffle feathers. People still don't want to stand up or fight back against this tyranny and this eat this pure evil in many cases, like it's actual pure evil. Like the fact that people don't want to stand up for the drag queen story hour, like the, the, the children, like it's sickening. They want to keep their mouths shut. They don't want to say a damn thing. And you guys, you guys actually showed up to the Hyatt to prove that Ron DeSantis was was lying and they were serving liquor and they were still doing the things that apparently Ron DeSantis took away from them. And right. they're still running with this story. You know, Bella, well, they they basically would. OK, so this is what happened. Um, I, was the the, I was in the liquor industry for a couple of years, so I know exactly how. Like I, when I was in the liquor industry, cause I worked for a Heineken, like I had the keys to the city. So like I knew er- like every single beverage manager, whether it was the Hyatt, the Fountain Blue, whatever it was. So I started thinking to myself, I'm like, mind you, these people are very powerful. Like the, 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 the beverage people, the, the hotels, the service industry, very oh, the liquor licenses for sure. The, the liquor, like all of these people are very powerful. In fact, the hotels on South Beach are, are the reason why Airbnb is not, is banned from Miami Beach. Like you cannot, you can, like the casinos lobbied, in Vegas. They they lobbied so hard that you cannot rent your apartment or your house or whatever on South Beach because of the hotel lobby. So I'm like. This makes no fucking sense. Like, knowing these people, they're going to lose their liquor license over this drag queen stuff? Like, no. I don't know why. And I woke up and I was like, let me call the Hyatt. So I pretend I'm staying there. I'm like, hey, like, uh, I arrived tomorrow. I heard the news that you guys don't have any liquor. I'm concerned because I'm going to stay there all weekend, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, like, no, like, nothing's like, no, you're, you're fine. We're fine. And I'm like, Okay, so I called again, and they were like, "No, no, no, ma'am! Like you're good. Like we, they were, we're still serving liquor. Like nothing's happened. Like you're fine." And I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna have to go to the Hyatt and like go see." In the meantime, mm-hmm. if you go on Twitter, and I have all the screenshots from not yeah, just I remember. Santa's team, but also the the influencers, the 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 idiots, his simps, the simps is what we call them, the simps. Yep. Um, they're all saying that all oh, Governor DeSantis has revoked. That was the word that they used. Remember, Bella? Revoked. Yep. They have revoked the Hyatt's um, 
whatever, blah, 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 blah. Their liquor license. Their liquor license revoked, revoked. And I was like, no, they didn't. So I went, I filmed the whole thing from beginning, blah, blah, blah. I posted it on Twitter. It goes viral. And instead of people, you know, saying like, okay, well, this is weird or what's actually going on. It was like, of course, them trying to debunk me like, no, 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 that's not what's going on. Like they filed an administrative report and then now they have 21 days until like, they're able to 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 either keep their license or not like oh it doesn't work that way like there's a process and i'm like yeah but that's not what you guys said you guys said revoked revoked means that you don't have a license anymore you did not say we filed an administrative report or whatever it is against the hyatt hotel misleading The the other thing that they did which was obviously once again strategy for PR purposes was that they said the Hyatt hotel because the Hyatt carries a, a, it's a heavier name weighs a lot more than where the event actually happened. Where the event actually happened is called the James L Knight center. If I tell you both that, and you guys are not Floridians, South Florida, Miamians, you're like, okay, like, I don't know what that is. No fucking it's, clue. It, it's a small amphitheater adjacent to the Hyatt hotel. Mm-hmm. And they share a liquor license. So technically, the Hyatt Hotel has nothing to do with anything except the fact that they've shared a liquor license with this venue for years. But of course, they're not going to say the event took place at the James Hill Knight Center, blah, 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 give specifics. They're going to say that we're, we're going to fucking shut down the Hyatt Hotel, which, <laughs> more <laughs> which is ridiculous. Okay. It's more optics. And, you know, the Hyatt is still serving. Like I called. I think never stopped. Like worth week. noting they that never, it never stopped never serving. Never stopped serving. Um, he also did that to another place here in Miami, which is only literally two minutes away from my house like i i could walk there so i would have to go through the hood it's called our house our house is a restaurant slash bar and they have a very famous sunday drag brunch and there was a very nasty video of a little girl that went viral holding hands with a drag queen and she's like technically naked like you know how drag queens Mm -hmm. do um and that went viral on twitter so as a result Allegedly, they have revoked also the liquor license of our house. That never happened. That was like six and that's or seven been, months ago. That, that was already some time ago, right? Like that, that was like seven months ago. That was Correct. or maybe was like a year, year ago. Yeah, it, it was at the beginning of the summer, I believe, that that had happened. Yeah. And if you read the case, like or the or the administrative report and like the response from the Hyatt, which again we don't have to think it's moral, but it is legal, which is unfortunate, I think. Mm-hmm. Um when they got slapped with like, oh, this is public indecency or whatever it was, whatever claims that DeSantis made, they come back and say, well, these uh, these drag queens are wearing bathing suits and or similar attire than that of people that go to the beach. And funny enough, here in Miami, you can actually be topless at the beach and there's actually children all around you. I've seen it multiple times, right? Like, yeah. like women, a regular standard. Like at the a beach. regular standard of women, especially European women, topless tanning 
and there's children all around and it's like a normal thing here that happens so that was kind of like their argument like well what are we doing wrong when the same attire is permitted in public on the beach um and so obviously they won their case and they kept it same thing with the Hyatt I haven't read their statement or their you know fighting the allegations but they are still serving alcohol couldn't you counter that it's the same thing as bringing a child to a strip club? Like, wouldn't you look like look at that and be like, "That's child endangerment." Like, no, because because it's right because it's, it's also like how you categorize exactly how you categorize. The so it's not a bar. So, like for example, uh, at Palace Nightclub, kids are not allowed inside, but out in the terrace, which is where they do the ter- the drag shows, are actually done on the middle of the sidewalk, like you can be out there with your family because there's no age Mm -hmm. limit to be on the tables outside. The same thing with our house, like yeah, our house after a certain time, it becomes a club, but other than that, if they're doing a brunch, that's that's family time. So it's a restaurant. Are there only sections of the beaches there that you're allowed to be topless? No. No, it's Florida. (laughs) It's South Beach, it's everywhere. Wow. It's I mean, not like you overwhelmingly see it, but no, it's just, it's not, it's not an uncommon well, see, I've been down there. You see it. I you just did, like New Jersey. There, there's nude beaches, but that's not, that's like, that really yeah. is just a closed off area. But I mean, you, you, you see it, you see it. You do. Right. Um, I just, you know, I, I think that, I think that the whole culture war situation, as I said earlier, it is a distraction from our prob- problems. I'm paying a thousand dollars more for my condo than I did two years ago. Um, not everybody can afford that. I just read statistics today on Twitter from Trump supporters that were posting, actually, I think reports from this year where homelessness, Florida is now the third state with the most homelessness, with the most homeless people. Any of which are veterans? And a lot of it has to do with how unaffordable it is and the housing crisis. There's Mm -hmm. so, so... You're, you're, you know, we obviously cannot uh, blame DeSantis directly for the rise of cost because some of it is demand and supply. There's actually not a lot of supply. The other day we were looking just to like for shits and giggles. Um, Bella and I were trying to search like apartments and houses and like I want to move to like a tutu and whatnot and maybe a little closer to like her area because my mom's over there, whatever. And um, there's like barely any inventory because there's there are still so many people moving here, right? Um, yep. And and especially too because of the tech jobs that are coming here, and people are also closer to South America, so they can mm-hmm. remote work over there and here and the whole situation. And so we can't really blame DeSantis directly for supply and demand stuff in the market. But, but there is, is other things. It's I mean, both of our electric of our electricity bills have gone up by a hundred percent in the last Hold year. I'm paying I'm paying twice as much money as I was uh, just last year. Um, so many um, homeowners in Florida do not have insurance right now because those rates have gone up so significantly, and that is directly tied to legislation that was t- that was signed by Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. So it's just um, you know, again, it's. The only thing the media sees, it, it sees, uh, and that most people will see in the media is DeSantis is fighting the Hyatt, DeSantis is fighting groomers, DeSantis is fighting drag queens, DeSantis mm-hmm. is fighting at school boards. And the reality is that at the same time, regular Floridians are are reaping uh, 
there there are things that are happening to regular Floridians that are not good mm -hmm. based off laws and legislation that DeSantis is signing. Like we met, you know, like we've been talking about with HB 269. Florida now has some of the strictest, uh, the most infringing laws on our first say, amendment right? than yep. any other state. And, and no, it was just in Israel signing that bill. No one's talking about just, that. No one's talking about the fact that he just criminalized free speech. Well, uh, they're making and, it, well let's be honest. The, when they did find out, they make excuses for it. And then we spent all day on Twitter telling John Cardildo and Dave Reboy, who is a Jew, and the other Jews, uh, no, we're not Nazis. We don't want the second coming of a Holocaust just because we oppose legal loopholes to criminalize hate speech. I just want to be because able to sit down and tell a good Jew joke. That's all. Alan, tell him about your grandfather. My grandfather died a war hero in World War II. He fell out of the guard tower at Auschwitz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, in Florida, I go to jail for that Florida. joke. Florida. Well, yeah, Florida, you put that on paper, if you put that on a post-it in Florida, that is absolutely a hate crime now. Well, if it's you put, if you project onto a private or public building, because that's the other thing, they're like, oh, well, it's you know, residential Jews, only. Jews are being like disturbed at home. Like, you know, we don't have laws for protection. First of all, we have littering laws. We have uh, trespassing laws already. We have the castle doctrine. We have so many laws to protect people. Now you can, if you project, aside from the, you can litter with like anti-Semitic stuff. There also, if you project, let's say Kanye was right about the Jews or Kanye was right until a public and or private building, you right. can get a felony for that. That's fucking insane. The same Just thing think. where if you have um, college kids that say that they're hosting an event and they want to invite the general public to come out and participate in the event and let's say that it is i don't know anything that could potentially be considered anti-semitic like the example i gave earlier an anti-grooming rally was labeled anti-semitic um that too can be found illegal because you were on a university or college ground which is part of what's also covered in the bill so there's concerns um from uh, maybe uh, speakers that are considered uh, problematic, conservative speakers, like a Matt Walsh, for example, that would walk mm -hmm. into the school and, you know, they'll have giant protests. How some of these speakers can, and how now these laws will prevent some of these speakers from going, being able to go talk in these universities. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's actually a really, it's a huge deal that not a lot of people are talking about because everybody's so fixated on the, oh, well, he's a good governor. It's like, no, he's a bare minimum governor. But the problem is that the rest of the country is such absolute shit yep. that, you Still. know, it's it's it seems OK because the rest of the country is such shit. And we get a, we, we get a really hard time from the rest of the country because people in other states like, you know, Oregon, like, I'm sorry that you live in Seattle are like, oh, you should just be grateful. It's like, no, fuck, no, I live in America. I'm going to hold my government accountable, whether mm -hmm. I'm in Florida or in shithole Portland, because I'm never going to become Portland. Right. And I'm going to make sure that that never happens because I'm going to fight and I'm going to push back and I'm going to demand more and I'm not going to not pay attention and I'm not going to sue uh, governors and tell them, oh, you're doing such a great job when they're not. 
You know, I've got politicians that I like and that I'll still challenge because that's what they're there for. They're public servants and they're supposed to be representative of us. So this idea that because we're Floridians, we need to just shut the fuck up and be grateful for what we have is probably one of the most infuriating things when it's like, fuck you, we're all Americans. And if anything, you should be watching us as an example for what you should be replicating in the other 49 states. I think it's embarrassing and and I got to go to the bathroom real quick. I think it's embarrassing when they say, well, if you are going to criticize Florida, then why don't you move to California? Like, why don't you move here? It's like, bitch, you have been crying about Joe Biden for the last three years. Get the fuck out of the U.S. then. You've been yeah. crying about Joe That's Biden. your Joe argument. Biden go down the stairs. Joe Biden did this. Joe Biden did, couldn't find. Joe Biden did that. Joe Biden said, bro, so are you trying to say that we cannot talk shit about a politician without having to move out of my state. Right. Exactly. It, it, it's, I asked the president, the Democrats set, and you know, uh, when we attacked, when, when they started saying that and things like that, and they continue to use it against Trump supporters or, or patriots that aren't sucking Ron DeSantis dick. Like I made a couple memes of Bill Mitchell, uh, eating oh bowls, bowlfuls of, uh, Ron DeSantis has come. Because uh, <laughs> that's gross. all he does. He's just eating spoonfuls of Ron DeSantis's jizz every single day on the internet, um, and that's that's all they do. It's it, it's insane, and they, they they continue to come out and say, uh, "Oh, Donald Trump won't get the the 270 electoral votes, but Ron DeSantis will." Like that's With the no funniest argument, right? Huh? With no proof. No proof. No With proof no whatsoever. Proof. And and they say, oh, he'll lose this state, he'll lose that state, and and forget about all of the rigging that went on. Forget about all of that, you know. Put put all that aside. But you know, he he's definitely going to lose this state, even though he got 11 million more votes uh, the second time around. And anybody is like, that's oh, the oh, part ahead, I was Linda. running numbers with Linda the other day, with Linda like two days ago. I'm like, I just I need somebody to make sense of this for me, like. Donald Trump got more votes than any other Republican incumbent in his in American and any other history. incumbent in history. In history. Got, what, was it like eleven million more than he got in two thousand sixteen? He got in twenty. Yes. Right, and yes. mobilized the vote like it had never been mobilized. Like I mean, minorities went out to to to, to vote for him in alarming numbers. Women went out to vote for him in supportive numbers. Latinos went out to vote for him. Black, like everybody went out to vote for him, which I think is going to be even more immense numbers in twenty twenty if they give him the chance um i'm honestly i the, the math doesn't make sense to me because how do you argue that this man that was able to generate the most votes than any other republican candidate in history how do you think that you're going to replace that with a politician well i don't think that they think they can do that i think that people are stupid enough to believe what they're being sold because i don't think that the yes. republican party actually believes that i think that the only hope that they do have is that if they divide us enough during the primaries, they'll fracture us enough where we will lose the 2020 momentum, which is what they're terrified of. Because what if we come back in 2024 bigger, badder, bolder than we did in 2020 to show up and vote, only magnifying the kind of team that they have to do or whatever doing it is. Ballot what harvesting. What? Doing ballot harvesting like they correct, do. Correct, correct, right? So. <laughs> What if, to me, the idea is 
what we've already experienced with operatives, I mean, we've lived it on the internet where they've planted these chaos agents so that mm -hmm. they can create as much trouble as fucking possible so that you get so fed up that you don't want to do this shit anymore because why would you? Why would you want to continue to put your life at a disadvantage so that you can post memes on the internet for a bunch of ungrateful strangers? Why would you want to do that, yeah. right? So the idea is if they can wear you out uh, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, with all of this chaos, the division, the fighting, if they can wear you out like that, by the time that it's really going to matter, which is 2024, you're going to be so fed up with it that maybe when November comes around, you got too busy picking up your kids and you're like, you know what? I don't even give a fuck. I'm not going to go make the line to go vote right now. Right. Yeah. I'm tired. Like, it doesn't mm -hmm. even matter. What difference does it make? They already took... That's what they want everybody to believe because anything is better than what they had to pull in 2020 to fight that momentum so any way that they can slow us down is what we're watching right now that's well, what we're not going to be able to do do everything that they did in 2020 as well i think that's a major factor of why they're Correct. they're doing such a hard push but i think you're 100 percent right they're trying to to wear us down completely where we think uh, we're not only where we're fighting each other. That's that's something that I I, I want to get into both as get into with both of you as well because the Republican Party is completely fractured in yes. so many different places. Like it's 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 not even just divided in two. There's so many different things going on in the conservative movement, the patriot yeah. movement, the truther movement. Like there's people coming from all different angles. We all want the same thing at the end of the day, which is funny. We just have a lot of us have different things, different ways. Uh, of how we want to accomplish it. And, and no one wants to compromise. That's the big problem is no one wants to compromise. Everybody has their clicks. Oh, it should be done this way. It should be done this way. No, we shouldn't be doing this. And now you have- Yeah, it's true. Nobody wants to come. I, I don't want to fucking compromise. I'll be honest with you. I feel like I've been compromising for a long ass sure. time. Yep. And it's like, I'm yep. not going to continue. I, like, I, so I get it. I get it. I, I really don't. Like, I, I don't want to meet in the middle of anybody. I nope. want everybody to just- figure out what's the best and be smart get, about it you get these people also and, and you'll get them on both sides let's just take the trump and desantis uh debacle first of all desantis hasn't even announced yet i'm sure he's going to i mean he, he's signing a law to allow himself to, to run without consequence of losing the, the government which is ridiculous mm -hmm. it's, it's a, just like a conflict like hey fuck everybody i'm changing the law so i can make myself king and if I, if I lose i'm gonna stay king of florida but the whole thing is where you see the primary, well, look, look, the, the the polling is there. I know it's early, but I don't see DeSantis getting the 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 nod as the as the uh, nominee. But now you're you're hearing on both sides. Well, if DeSantis wins, uh, Trump voters aren't going to vote for DeSantis, and if DeSantis wins. Uh, you know, if, if Trump wins, DeSantis voters aren't going to vote for Trump. I mean, you, you get a lot of that going on. Um, a lot of different egos, personalities, and I, I get, like, I don't want to compromise either. We all want the same thing. It's just everybody fighting on how to get there. And then you have to deal with all the grifters, like like the David Rubin. I'm going to sell my $6 million mansion. I'm going to move to Florida. You're not a yeah, fucking just an average Joe. You're a piece of shit. You're not an average Joe. You're a faggot. You're not a real conservative. And you're getting onesies in the mail from DeSantis. You are a piece of shit. You always have been, and you're going to stay that way. And oh, sorry if you want to call me. But it, it is what it is. Like, do you guys think when do you think DeSantis is gonna actually uh announce he's <laughs> when is he gonna declare his uh his his political suicide? When do you think that might be? Well right, he said right, that he, right after the, the, the legislative session closes. 
the law. First or second week of June. Right. Because of the law. That's probably exactly what he's going to do. He's running a shadow campaign. You have to understand that him doing what he was doing was illegal. The FEC complaint that um, was put in by the Trump super PAC, there was room for it. Of course, they can't prove anything because everything's been done through the super PACs and, you know, Mm -hmm. the book tour and, oh, Florida and and all 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 of these things that just weren't through. But right, they've worked all of these loopholes. But the reality is that that's why it has to remain a shadow campaign up until now because that law made it so where if he was going to be doing those things that are of a campaign then he had to have officially renounced his position without a doubt and he already and violated to- the law in new york when one of the events sorry james in new york that they, they did he did not sign one book at one of the events and they were giving out the santa's 2024 t-shirts it was a campaign event he always violated the law numerous times you know, he did it knowingly. Like, there's no way he didn't know that he didn't sign a fucking book, and he didn't know that DeSantis 2024 shirts are being handed out. Like, yeah, get course. the fuck out of here! Oh, it's the pack. I didn't know. Which right. you know, and I and I think it goes back to the point that I made earlier about the division, where it's like DeSantis. I, I, Unless there's like cheat involved, DeSantis cannot be Trump, right? Like, no, that's, no shot. There's just the average person doesn't he know. Has, I think he has a. I, I I thought. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I at first I was like maybe not, but I'm starting to think that he does have like high functioning autism, which is sort of like personality disorder. Like he's not all like when you notice his interviews, whenever he's asked a question outside of the pre preempt questions that he's yep. supposed to get. He it. fucking freaks out. Yeah. We like, talk about like, it on this show all the time. He can't he's handle never been a good debater. He's no. so no, weird. Terrible. He was like, Bob, Oh, I don't know. Like, he just he lost like, his shit the other day about someone asking him about uh, his time in Jag. Like he fucking went ape shit and couldn't mm-hmm. handle the question. Well, that's not true. I don't know. That's BS. I don't know what you're saying. He would never be able to handle himself in a debate with Trump, which goes back to the point where is it a suicide mission? Yeah, it is a suicide mission because just like a suicide bomber is supposed to take some people out as many as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And if you get enough people being so committed to this DeSantis fight and truly building animosity then for the candidate that does win, which will be Donald Trump, uh, to take the primaries in 2024, then once again, you just found a way of keeping a percentage, whatever big, small it is, of people home come November so that the momentum isn't as strong. This is all to control the momentum for 2024. Well, I mean, DeSantis is showing his establishment. Like his establishment is showing it's it's just oozing out everywhere uh, with his connections to Jeb Bush, to Paul Ryan, to Karl Rove, uh, his actions that he's taking. And uh, I, I'm not speaking for Alan, but I think he feels the same. Uh, we were both in the camp. Uh, let Donnie run 2024, DeSantis go in 2028, and we'll be solid. I'm at the point now where, where, where Ron DeSantis can get fucked. Uh, yeah, he's establishment I don't want him... Anywhere. Like, I don't no, want him anywhere near the Oval Office ever. And, and I'm glad you girls are calling him out in Florida because back, back back to that back to that point that you were making earlier, real quick. Circle back, Jen Psaki style. Um, you're 100 percent right. This is the reason why we're in the situation we're at we're at right now. People get complacent. They're like, oh, he's doing a good enough job. He's he's just doing what he's supposed to be doing. So I'm not going to ruffle any feathers. I'm not going to call him any bullshit. Uh, instead of putting him on blast and being like, hey. Uh, you're doing an okay job, but 
in reality, you're fucking up here, here, and here. And why are you signing this instead of actually benefiting the people? Um, and most people are just totally fine with just sitting back and saying, ah, I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Everything's everything's totally fine. It's not going to, it's no sweat off of my back. Not us. <laughs> not too loud. Not we, we need, we need not more us. people like you. And, and Linda, you said it a hundred percent. You know, a lot of these, these people moving in from out of Florida, these white people, they're moving from out of Florida. They're soft. They're uh, fucking soft. They're like, they're soft today. Uh, today I had a, a, a he wasn't a conservative, he was a, a, a liberal loser and he was racist. And, and right, Bella, the guy that was like, so racist. Like, was that the tweet, that, the, the, the comment that you posted earlier yeah. about the guy who is like, yeah. the only reason that you care now is because uh, oh, like, you're, you you're here in Florida only... and you're snubbing your nose on your, your yeah. uh, country. I'm like, bitch, I've been here for like, majority of my life it's been a latino community for that long uh the city is now red like like i posted it the other day too uh there's like these local democrat operatives that rent those trucks that go around the city and they troll like different or uh, whatever it may be. And the the company is scared of doing business with these socialist democrats because they're going to get so much backlash in Miami. Like, Say his name. Billy Say. Corbin. I just don't think he's here. When it he's doesn't matter if he's here. People watch him because people watch his movies and okay. they don't oh, know. Okay. The so guy who wrote Cocaine Cowboys. That fuck. And we, we must say that he's a Jewish filmmaker because he likes to call the, the Jewish media on people if you say his real name. His real name is actually William Cohen, uh, oh. also known as Billy Corbin. Sounds and, a lot like, uh, what's his name who hates when you use his real name? Uh, Jonah Hill. Um, what's his real name? Jonah the Hill. Uh, uh, it's like Jonah Fe- Feldman or something like that. Oh, yeah. I, that, this yeah. Is news to me. Yeah, Jonah Hill's real name is like Jonah Feldman, uh, something something to that effect. Very it weird. Might be, very it might be Feldberg. Weird. It's it's something to that effect. Um, right. But uh, <laughs> but no, it, 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 these 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 people these people love to change their name and, and pretend that there's something not. I'm sure they use the ADL uh, to oh, yeah. uh, go after yeah, they you. They do, of course, to weaponize everything. Yep. I mean, everything they call you a crypto fascist. They call you an anti semite We're like existing, like just existing. Oh, crypto fascist. Yep. <laughs> it's 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 comical. It's com- it's the immediate response. No matter what you say, uh, they it, it, they immediately use that blanket statement. That you're anti-Semitic, you're a crypto-fascist, you're a, a Nazi sympathizer, whatever they want to use to that effect, it's immediately. Even if you're not like, even if you're saying something good, like Kanye said that they, the Jews run Hollywood, they own all of Hollywood. Like, yeah, what's wrong with them owning all of Hollywood? Like, that's actually should be you should be proud of that. Like, if 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 it was Italians that owned all of Hollywood, I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck it, Italians own all of Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Like. Why are you so upset that someone would say something like that and say that they're anti-Semitic? That's the immediate blanket statement. Is but, it racist well, for me to call Miami Little Havana? Is that racist for me to say that? Oh no! Well, uh, there's there's actually a uh, is it what is the what more it, accurate is, called Little Havana? Yeah, the in, more accurate. I grew up there. The more accurate description of Miami is the capital of South America because of okay. the different Latinos like that are here. 
But, you know, funny, funny that you mentioned this whole Corbin situation and the anti-Semitism because the ADL, I guess, had their little annual meeting of how they're going to put Americans in jail for hate speech this week. And um, one of their ambassadors, and I, and I have the screenshot of the tweet that I sent her and I highlighted it. They literally said, unlike 1933, which uh, when, you know, Hitler, yep. whatever, uh, unlike 1933, we have the most Jewish and Jewish people and allies in positions of power and government to fight anti-Semitism. Wait, are you saying the quiet part out loud? Like conspiracy, no more. It, but I'm not allowed to say it. You like, just said what we've been saying. Conf confirmation. Uh, and this is a public figure. This is this is uh, um one. I forgot which ambassador it was. One You're of allowed to say that the Jews control everything without saying, but but I can't say that the Jews. Control right. Everything. No, that oh. is that is no. You can and definitely do not put it on a post-it in Florida. Definitely, oh, definitely not. You guys are you guys are currently breaking the law. You guys are you guys are breaking the law. No, because it's not speak. in writing. Remember, right now oh. it, it hasn't expanded into actual speech yet. Right now, Let's wait till they 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 consider oh. uh, a a platform uh, writing. I'm gonna no look. no because the bill only affects. So the bill came out as an effect of uh, the 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 Goyim Defense League. So they're this like group of like Jewish exposers that believe in like the Jewish world conspiracy and uh, and such, and they have um, taken to dropping off these flyers in Jewish neighborhoods. And these flyers will normally go something like this. It'll be like. Well, the everyone, everyone, everything, everything, everything in Disney is Jewish. And then they'll show you 20 board members that are Jewish. And then normally you'll have like a scripture, like Bible scripture. And then it will say, uh, join the Goyam TV where it is that their link is at for more information, a barcode. And then in the bottom, it will always say, this is not um this flyer is not intended to from with malicious intent right so then what they do is that they fold these flyers up put them into a ziploc bag fill the ziploc bag with rice and then they throw them into your driveways not like a paper boy would yeah that's course. what they do with business cards in my neighborhood yeah Correct. you wake up in the morning now you've got the jehovah's witness uh little pamphlet that they dropped right. off your pizza uh, thing over the door that the five ninety nine coupons and then a bag with the with, with the with, with this particular <laughs> fire. Right? So I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look into uh, renting one of those uh, and hiring one of those sky riders and I'm gonna have them fly over the capital of Florida, the Capitol building, and ride in the sky. Welcome to Florida. The Jews own everything. I wonder, oh, wow. like you projection oh, into the ultimate public building. <laughs> that is, into the, into the, that can't be any more public than that. I mean, is that breaking the law? Well, I'm in. Wonder, is that, is that I, technically writing? I, you I know, just, literally, I'm going to look into it, James. I you wonder know. what. I wonder well, Alan's exactly going to look into happen. it. You might see. You girls better look out. And the, where is the is Capitol Florida in Tallahassee? Yeah, is it Tallahassee. up there? Oh, so you wouldn't even see it. I just it. think, and, and honestly, this has been my theory, and this is something that I told a friend of mine who was asking me about the anti-Semitism and how I felt and if I really didn't like the Jews or did like them or whatever. And 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 actually, I've, I've found a couple of Jews 
agreeing with me, including Hasidic Jews, which is that the ADL and organizations like the ADL stop anti-Semitism, stop Jewish hate, and of course our legislators, they're actually creating more anti-Semitism because it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you have three children or two children and you favor one over the other. You already know the dynamics. You know how that works. Right. The mm -hmm. same thing is happening with Jewish people, which is, and it's not all of them. Like mo most of them are just literally like living their lives. Like they're just like, Oh yeah, existing. absolutely. They're existing, right? The regular like, people I, like you and I, yeah. Exactly. Like I roll a braid at least two to three times a week on the boardwalk. And I always pass by a very, heavily uh, concentrated Jewish area of Surfside. And they're out there with their families and their grandparents and their Shabbat and uh, walking in the sunset and d d just existing, like living their yeah. normal lives. Um, and they don't even know what the hell is going on. They probably don't even know about this law. Right. right. And, it, and it comes from these very liberal uh, partisan organizations who mm -hmm. are creating more hate. Uh, because I, I showed Bella a uh -oh. tweet. She'll be of, back. Uh, I showed Bella a tweet of a black woman where she says, I can't believe that Ron DeSantis, you know, would sign a, a law protecting Jewish people and not us black people. I got to get my son out of this state or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that video. So, and there are so many of those type of tweets. There are so many people questioning like, well, what, what, you know, I made the comparison on Twitter. It's like, well, you guys want to find anti-Semitism. You don't find fighting anti-Semitism woke, but you're finding, you're fighting gender ideology for 1% of the population. Right. Less you're than. fighting you're fighting against critical race theory for blacks you're fighting against uh sexual education of children for lgbt in schools so how is it that fighting one ideology is woke but not the other right it doesn't make sense it's it just it, it doesn't make sense which by the way florida has like the most strict uh curriculum or one of the i, I guess you could i mean i i find it to be indoctrination but you could say it's not indoctrination you could say it's education depends on how you view it when Public it comes to jewish history and the holocaust like we have a very strict curriculum teachers are not allowed to question the holocaust or even question any part of an event or allude to the fact that yeah, of course it happened. We're not, you know, saying that it didn't, but perhaps the number of six million, it's not six, it's two or right. three or five. Yeah. You'll, be allowed you'll, to you'll get fired. You'll right. get fired immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a whole week dedicated to the Holocaust that's put into law. We have a minute that they have to hold kind of like a, not a prayer, but like a minute of silence for the Holocaust that, no one else has. I mean, there is a lot of, um, how do you call it? Of There's a lot of benefit, privileges that this very small minority gets. Um, and then when you question these privileges, you're the enemy. Yeah. That's, that's always how it is. And that's the playbook that they've been using. Them. They've been using forever. What'd you say? That I'm texting mother to see maybe her phone. Oh, I think her phone died. I was just going to say the same thing. I bet I bet her phone died because she was on the anyway. phone. I know we were wrapping at 10 anyway. Okay. Um, 
but uh, there she is. She's back. Oh, there she is. There we go. I don't know why it didn't? I, I was already in, but it wasn't showing me. Can you guys see me? Yeah, we can yeah. see you. You're right. back. I wanted you're, to ask you guys a question. I know we have to wrap up in a few. Um, you know, mm -hmm. just being being how you guys are, you know, boots on the ground fighting on what you're doing with the podcast and social media. You know, similar what me and James are doing. People like us. What do you feel the best course of action is going into primary season and and the the general election just see where it's going the best way to to advance messaging like you have any any real hardcore thoughts on that yeah um i'd say uh <laughs> yeah. number one number one is it's Okay, so the number one thing is that uh, you need to be involved with the GOP without being involved with the GOP. You need to join your local REC and you need to go out there and you need to start moving in political circles. That's the number one thing, because if you've never been exposed to these things, you need to be exposed to them. Now, it's kind of like the, the number one rule fight club and the second rule fight club. Now, the second rule is you don't want to be involved with the GOP because the GOP is not going to want to be involved with you. No. The GOP, mm -hmm. the locals GOPs uh, more than normally represent the unit party. Yeah. Um, yes. And they've got one goal in mind, and that's to keep the old guard in power and keep the establishment established. So mm -hmm. rule number one, join the GOP. Rule number two, never join, never follow the GOP because they're they're they're, they're always going to push for the unit party candidate uh when you get once you get those two things then i would start finding now the candidate that you want to represent and start small maybe you don't want to push for a governor position but maybe you want to flip a commissioner seat or a city council seat or mm -hmm. a seat on the school board um i would say go through the process of recruiting somebody that's and and a lot of the times it's just the encouragement that somebody needs that maybe they've never had before where it's like have you ever thought about getting into politics right. because they're educated they've got good values they've got a good head you see them and you see the potential mm -hmm. there and sometimes that person might have never thought of themselves as one because people think that politician is like a career choice that you make like right. wanting to become a doctor when in reality that's not what it's supposed to be we're not supposed to have career politicians it's nope. supposed to be a civil service that you're mm -hmm. supposed to do for some time and then pass on the baton so um the third thing that i would say is that find a candidate that truly represents america first values for that position that you want to that you, that you want to go after and then help that person and that help comes in very specific ways it's not posting on the internet the majority of people don't have a large enough following where posting on the internet is going to make a lick of difference. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's going to come when you're out there knocking on doors, donating your time. When you're yep. in phone banks making phone calls, it's going to come when you may not have the money to donate, but you're donating to other people. This whole idea of everyone's a grifter. No, shit costs money. It does. Mm -hmm. If you, you have a nice home, Host a fundraiser, invite 50 top donors that could potentially come to your house, have a nice lobster dinner and donate a couple million or a couple thousand to this new candidate within your within your county or country, that you, uh, within your county or municipality that you want to bring in. Well, don't, um, donate directly, directly to the candidate, too. Don't right. donate to the GOP. That's so not donate to the GOP. Again, go back to rule number two. Mm -hmm. 
go back to rule number two, where you got to stay away from the GOP. You got to be a fly on the wall of the GOP. You got to stay away from the GOP because they're not going to help you. Um, You want to go to the GOP because you want to, at some point, take control over them. And Mm that can be done. And then um, the fourth thing that I would say is trust no one. (laughs) Trust. Trust one. no one. Um, the 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 spy game is very real. There is very much operatives that are come from opposition, from mm-hmm. a federal, from intelligence agencies that will infiltrate I... themselves, no matter how small or insignificant you think your little movement is. Oh well, it's only me and my sister in law and my best friend. A Fed will find their way in. Mm-hmm. So the fourth rule is don't trust anybody. And what I mean by that is that you treat your activism like you treat your work. You don't have to be best friends with people. You don't have to talk about your personal life. You don't need to give details of your personal life. You do activism. You're there to work. You're going to work with people that you don't like. You don't get mm-hmm. to pick who it is that decides to be involved in your community. Unfortunately, you're going to have to deal with some funny characters. Um, and I don't know. I'd say that those are the, my, my four rules. I like it. I think I would say that and also, I guess, pay attention to like legislation. I think that the biggest takeaway from from like how did conservatives get here? You always hear conservatives, especially after the election was stolen. Um, Or like all the conservatives like I can't believe the country is the way that it is. It has never been more clear to me, particularly now with the Santa situation as to why the country is the way that it is. The white conservatives lost the culture war and everything else. And it's really their fault because they elect someone in power and they think that that's the end of it all. Exactly. It is, I have a super majority in Florida. Now they're fucking us over. Now, now you're passing legislation against homeowners. You're passing anti-free speech laws. You're passing um, the resign to run law. Now you're passing, now you're hiding the governor's records. And this is all your team. Like mm-hmm. when people come at me like, oh, you're not, are you not a conservative? Like you're not like you attack Republicans more than Democrats. The Democrats are doing nothing to me. Yep. They the Democrats are not doing a damn thing to me. I can't think of the last time that I can say, holy shit, the Democrats fucked me over. Like I, what am I supposed to say about the democrats we what know am I supposed to say? yeah we already know that what am i supposed are. to there's That's... nothing i can do with joe Biden in office what am i gonna cry about ukraine mm-hmm. money that i can't control money given to israel money given to ukraine money given to colombia uh like there's nothing that we can do with this man in power so I pay attention to my state and local politics yeah. and the people mm-hmm. fucking me over here are Republicans. And the people you would that. What are you going to do? It's the uniparty. You want me to cry about Charlie Christ who's gone? You want me to cry about what's the other? Like, I don't even you know. know. Like, what, what, what Democrats am I supposed to, like, annoy? And it's not even just a crying, like, which one of whether or not they've done anything bad. Here's the thing. Um... Republicans can tell Nancy Pelosi, I'm not going to vote for you until you're blue in the face and it won't make a lick of difference because you're not Nancy Pelosi's base. So Nancy Pelosi is going to answer and do right on the promises that she made to the Democrats that elected her. So I have no business holding Democrats accountable because they could give a rat's ass on what I have to say because I wasn't the constituent that elected them. They're Mm going to represent me, yeah, 
but they don't give a fuck to do right by what I expected them to do as politicians because those weren't the promises they got elected on. Yep. The people that be one, did in get one year elected, out the other with them. The people that did get elected by me that do need to do good by their promises, the people that I have control to hold accountable are the people that I elected. And mm -hmm. I voted for Republicans. I elected Republicans. So when I got a bone to pick with someone, I mean, honestly, like I call my legislator, it's like, you want to put a sign up in my house when during election time? That's fantastic. I wonder if they're like... Awesome, want... let's do it. But you better you better be ready to hear me call you every time that the garbage truck is too loud, yep. that sure. whatever's going on in my fucking county and that I need help. That was going ready at all times. At all times. And not all just times. everybody within a 50-mile radius is on watch. Can get a chunkler. All the commissioners within the, the other districts are on watch. Because, again, we elected Republican uh, Republican candidates. So when the Republicans are out there fucking us, I, I can't do anything about Democrats doing good on their political campaign promises to the Democrat constituents that elected them. Right. The only thing I can do is expect what I elected, what, what, what I voted yep. for, with Republican politicians. So the people that are like, oh, you guys talk more shit about Republicans than you do about Democrats. Democrats don't give a fuck about the shit we talk about them. Yep. If I'm going to go after legislators, I'm going to go after the legislators that are supposed to be representing me and are not doing so. It's a, it's a major problem. We know exactly what to expect from these crazy lunatic leftist Democrats. We already know what to expect. The Republicans, they tell us what we want to hear. Like they say all the right talking points and they, they make it nice. Mm -hmm. they, they even sometimes seem relatable in many cases. And then once they get into office or get into power, they don't follow through on any of their promises. They do the complete opposite. We've seen it time and time in and time again, where the, these, these Republicans, Bella, you could smoke on air. You're more than welcome to. Uh, oh no, I know that I could smoke on air, but I don't because we get actually stopped by Antifa on a regular basis. <laughs> so then what they'll do is that they'll wait until the exact moment where I'm hitting Tell the ball. The and then they'll be like, like this. Bella smoking crack on TV. And then, so I, I'm, I, 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 I know. Yeah, it's that, that I Miami anti, yo, that page blocked me. That I, I must've said something because you, you, in one of your comments that they blocked me. No, uh, we think that what they do is that they have like a, no, uh, a, yeah. software a software that if they block you, they can block all of the accounts that interact with you proactively. Oh. So that way, if you were to put out like a, hey, go report this page, uh, all of the people that follow you are going to be blocked. It's, a, it's like a software that they pay for in order to be able to do that. Because, of course, it's not actual Antifa goon nerds with pink hair hanging out. It's an actual multi-billion dollar top tier mm -hmm. PR firm, right? Yep. Right. And, and and it costs money to do that. And that's one thing that the Democrats are very good at. They're very good at rate fundraising and getting their money together, fighting oh, for yeah, the same cause. Oh, yeah, they love helping each other. Shit, all and, you got to do is look at Antifa funding one another. They live off GoFundMes. Yep. They all and, just and, fund each other. And for us on the right hand, on the right side, if you try to make any money or monetize whatsoever, you're automatically a grifter. You're automatically a shine. Alan's a CIA handler. Everybody knows this. I've been accused uh, he's a, he's oh a shill and a CIA handler. Alan, is that's how he got his gold check mark on Twitter? Because he's a CIA handler. Was that you? Wow, look at you. Twitter I'm, Illuminati. I'm just yep. an Israeli honeypot, apparently. Yep. That's what apparently, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, 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 actually, um, I, let me correct myself. I'm a madam. They say that I own 
own a honeypot recruiting business. Oh, really? So I wonder who's working on what other other people on the Internet are working underneath you to recruit into the Israeli honeypot. Into this, into this infamous Israeli honeypot business. It's, I, I honestly, it's just such a joke. But you know what, James, and you're going to attest to this, like. It, there was a trigger, right? Like the community went from being like super normal and like people just like functioned on the internet, like regular Unified, people. actually, I'd it, even say. It, it, it enjoyed it as a pastime. That and then, fucking war zone. It's and then happened. it turned into a fucking war zone. Yes. Like quite literally oh, a war zone. It, it, it's, it's fucking annoying. Like I, like I literally don't, don't find enjoyment po- being on the internet I anymore. Like I, I, I literally hate it and I only do it because we have a show and people tune in and they, and they, they expect us to talk about the things that are going on. Yeah. They deleted my personal accounts on Facebook, on Instagram, and I haven't gone back. Like I'm so thankful that I haven't seen all the people from high school and, and all these, all these people that I don't give a fuck about. Uh, and what they're doing and what their opinion is about what's going on. Like I f- thoroughly enjoy it. And if I didn't have uh, the show, we wouldn't, I wouldn't even be on social media. It's fucking toxic. It's annoying. It's terrible. I honestly, I got very little sleep last night, just in general. I had a bad night and I might, when I don't get good sleep, like I'm like all over the place and like fucked up. And I started getting hate from like the morning, like, through emails like i i i, I see it all I, the time there was like, posting a video of herself making a margarita for cinco de mayo and somebody reposted her reel just to be like why do you need to put tequila in this just, just why is that just eat the watermelon i'm like it's amazing it's amazing <laughs> you people no are insufferable <laughs> They have no, and they they always. I what I've always noticed, they look like bridge trolls. Like every single one of them that's commenting, they look like bridge trolls. They're always these big fat white women. Don't forget the part where they always have a Bible scripture on their bio. Yeah, every single time. Women have it the worst because we're women, (laughs) and it sounds like a feminist point. Like, well, you're just complaining. Look, in real life, in real life, this is not a problem, right? Like I've always said to Bella, I, I like scratch the internet out. Like women have it the best. If you're a cute girl, you can smile. A guy's going to open the door for you. He can help you with the groceries. Like all these things are true in real life on the internet. Women are treated like shit. I watch like, how you get, I watch how you get abused on Twitter. Like I get abused I on Twitter all the time for literally just existing like yeah and also there's this there's this girl and like she started following me and i follow her and i'm glad she's like like, she's a trump supporter because i've seen like my trump shit she went viral and she ended up in a new york time magazine or or new york post or whatever because she had a viral tiktok saying uh how pretty girl syndrome was it bella pretty girl curse Pretty hurt, yeah. Because men automatically associate a more unattractive women or a cute girl. She doesn't have to be Adriana Lima. It's it, just a cute, normal girl with your dumb. It's the yeah. Marilyn Monroe syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like Marilyn Monroe played this dumb. Yeah, they call him dumb. And, and it, like you can't. It's like, the, and, and also it's like, oh well, you're you're attractive or like you're cute. You must be a whore. Like, where's right. your OnlyFans? Like, we're not going to you know, take I'll, you seriously. Anything right. I'll do the most serious. normal video, like with with the the first videos that I made with Cheney Rich 
of me rollerblading, which there was like a thousand conspiracy theories about that too. This is a 19 year old content creator that was like asking me to be part of his videos. I'm on South Beach. I wrote like, it is my hobby. It's what I do. I enjoy it. It's not like for the gram. And yeah, you're doing it just because like, that's this kid is like, hey, like I'm on South Beach. Would you meet me up? And I was like, okay, I got like 15 minutes before I go rollerblading. You can meet me on the boardwalk. Literally, like that's how it worked. Yeah. Um, well, you know, he asked me a question about like, well, what's like something about like what's the economy or something? And I said, as a small business owner, like everything from like packaging, I have a jewelry store, so like, you know, here's like some of the stuff that I do for packaging. Like my my stuff is here. I'm, like Plug it's it. more expensive, like blah 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 blah. You should have seen the comments of men. Oh, I didn't know playing with dildos on the internet was a job, was having a business. Like, where's her only fans? Like, spreading your legs. is that? I'm like, bro, this is exactly... Feminists exist. Feminists exist because of men like you. Like, uh, don't cry about feminists. Don't cry about women are so angry and, like, they want to be men. And, and women are, are... Bro, we get attacked for existing. Let me let me ask you this. So I I, 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 I definitely see it from the men that, that attack. I get it. But do you also get equally attacked by women? Because I also see no. women. No. Really? No. Really? Like, no. So, like, Absolutely. honestly, it's, honestly, you, it, it's women and then mi- like, like over middle aged, like church ladies. Okay. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. Cause I, I have but, a big issue. Linda, you actually said something on, on your show recently. It's predominantly men though. Like by, uh, uh, by uh, far, uh, like it's 70, 30 of anything or even 80, 20. Really? Yes. Wow. No, it's, I, it's I, I, I thought, I thought the, men. I had a all these women would be Sunday. jealous. I had a 19 year old on Sunday. I had two men on Sunday. Uh, Cause we did an interview with Sterling Cooper. He used to be a porn star and he's kind of like in the red pill space. And mm-hmm. obviously when you interview somebody like you ask him questions and we studied or not study, but we researched like what he did, what services he sold, his platform. And we found that hilarious that he sent, he sells like a, a course or I don't know, he, or a book or something of how, like how to like grow your penis. And that to me was like intriguing. Cause I'm like, how the hell do you grow a penis? Like, I was what? genuinely curious. Alan, to see, Alan, Alan could use that book. Like I was genuinely curious to see if he was like sending men to the surgeon or something. Right. Well, that clip is going viral and you should have seen the amount of like, there was this guy like, Oh, I didn't know wake up Belinda did porn. Like where, where can I see like your porn clip of like you getting your ass clapped? Like oh, nasty oh, shit. Like, that. like what? So I can interview an ex porn star because now I'm a fucking porn star myself. And like, there was another like 19 year old like coming off and like it was even down my dm like oh like you sell your body for likes like you're the equivalent to a slut and a prostitute like what's the difference between you and a porn star and i'm like what how do you sell your body for like don't get me wrong there's a big issue going on with every single popular instagram person or influencer they have an only fans in their bio it's it's like a, a a big issue uh is it because i've asked this question like i didn't know if this think was it something is. that was being amplifying uh, but like amplified I, by the red pill space or like no is there i really think it, i really think it's a, bi- a big issue like literally any any girl that you see that's like I, I i saw this girl she was a pretty girl she's a golfer only fans in the bio i'm like i'm like Brit, Brit, Brittany something uh, no no, uh, great, but that's another one. So, but uh, you know, she's a twenty, a young twenty, twenty-something year old girl, and like, like every single girl, like 
you go on, you, you they they have an OnlyFans in their bio. I, you they see you see it really often. It. It's like the new. Huh? Like, it, they all think they're gonna get rich off it. It's like the new yep. strip club. Like oh, I just I'm stripping my way through medical school. I'm gonna make OnlyFans and hopefully make thirty forty thousand dollars a month. There's like, no pictures not. allowed at the strip club. Those can come back to haunt you forty years later. Yeah. Oh, never. Like how do you explain to your children when you're having children? Like hey, uh, you know here there's a bunch of pictures of me on the internet naked all over the right. place. I um, I find it even more offensive because I take it more personal that men attack me this way because I could have been a whore multiple times in my life and I probably still could. And I could probably sell my features and sex a lot more than I do. I'm actually a pretty shy person. Like... I've never been able to do like an ass, like a cute, like even in, even before I had like my wake up with Linda Instagram when I just had like a personal Instagram, mm -hmm. it was always closed. You'll find a bikini pic or a bow pic here and there, but like I've never been able to be like, here's my ass in a thong or like, it, like it, I, I've always been more on the shy side of things, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I take it more offense that like you attack me. Because you are modest. That I, that I personally avoided in my life that you you go that route, you know? And it's like, oh, well, don't take it personal. It's like, like, fuck you, bitch. Like, like I you're, in have, you're in Miami. You're in Miami. I probably have a March. She's like six foot tall. She's got a fat, the fattest ass yeah. of life. Well, both like, of you could have a huge platform in today's player. age. Okay, like, you don't think that Bella and I, yeah. like, you don't think that as women, we could literally just be like, twerking or showing like the girls in miami who are uh, uh what is it called like fitness models or whatever which by the way all of them are trump supporters that's the other thing why i don't like to attack him so much because they all follow me all the miami hoes um and you know, they, <laughs> no seriously they have a lot of money but so they do this is very similar to the great awakening in 2020 and james i'm sure that you remember this like all of the porn stars followed all of the q accounts because they're like Always. sex trafficking is mad real mm -hmm. so every like all of the porn stars were trump supporters and like anti-traffickers because they felt uh like they were, they were represented. They've seen, like, it, with, yeah, they've seen it with their own. They've seen it with their own eyes. Absolutely. Right. And, and like Linda's saying, they don't, they don't come out and say this because they're making money and it'll affect their money. Like, Hey, I'm a right. big influencer for fitness. And I, I'm with that. Like I'm okay with keeping business and things like that separate be, right. be, because you don't want to alienate a crowd. Like I hate when, you know, celebrities or musicians, like they say, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm for Joe Biden. You just alienated all of these people that like your music, but they support somebody else. Like you should just keep your mouth shut. So it, it, I, I, I'm fine with that. But it, I, I think that women like women should be more pissed off that this is this is going on because it's it's again ruining it for traditional women like yourselves that are actually trying to be women. Like they look at you, they're like, oh, pretty girls. They must have OnlyFans. They must be, you know, selling yeah. sex and they must be uh, doing something nefarious to that effect because so many pretty women are. And and I that should not like be the something, case. I, I think that that might be, you know, you might see a lot of like Instagram models like on that life, but the average girl isn't an Instagram model. The I average, agree with you. Yes. Like, the average girl. Yes. The average girl isn't seeing that. And, you know, you see all of these like spaces that condemn young like these girls that are like really promiscuous and have only fans and, and, and all of these other things. But 
you know, it's curious to me that there's not kind of a sense of like I always feel that it's very contradictory the entire move like an like a movement that claims that they want to protect two genders, right? They want mm-hmm. men to be men and they want women to be women. They want to embrace traditional gender roles and family values. And at the same time, these are the very people that will go on the internet and drag a woman, insult oh, a woman, time. which is the the equivalent of like virtually beating her, which you're mm-hmm. you you, you're, you don't do. So to me, it just feels very contradictory. And um, I'd love to see a like, but on our podcast like we don't wear anything like sexy or stuff most of the time we're wearing like sweaters and we don't even like to share like show our shoulders like we're very uh i guess you'd say modest on the podcast and even mm-hmm. then you'll you'll have people like well you guys only have a podcast because you're showing your tits because we have one cute pic, like the the picture You're, that I have right now on on stuff. Like I have. A yeah, you can't even be like slightly above the white blazer. I listen. Then- and I'm like, everything's like, it's, it's not your fault that you're good looking women and, and you're trying to do something like, like they're holding that against you almost right. like, Oh, you're good well, looking. So the only God, reason that you're successful right. is because you're good looking. Well, it goes back to what I told you. It's the pretty girl curse. Mm-hmm. That's why that girl went and she's like, and no, she explains it-, it very well in her video. She's like, look, like, yeah, there is the pretty girl privilege, which we've experienced, especially when you're in your 20s. And if you're in Miami, you go out, you're going to get the table. You're going to get the free drinks. You're going to get invited to the yacht parties. You can meet celebrities for sure. You could sit down with Leonardo DiCaprio if, you know, you, you whatever. But also it's like this side, right? Like, in they're gonna, like in corporate, they're going to think that you're sucking the boss if you get like a better position where, you know, maybe they won't give it to you because if, if it's a woman bo- boss, she's like, you know, fuck this girl. She's younger and hotter. I went through it when I was in Heineken. So it's it's a it's like a, a double edged sword. And it was a conversation yesterday of like Elijah Schaefer. Elijah Schaefer does not have the best reputation. I don't want to get into it, but he just doesn't have the best reputation of being the most wholesome man in the world and he's fucking crying about women's leggings and her and i are having a discussion and i'm like bro we wear leggings for like ourselves like i have never once put a pair of leggings and been like oh this is how i'm gonna like attract men because if like we we talked about it yesterday with bella like usually a girl if she wants to get an attention from a guy she's gonna look more feminine she's gonna Mm -hmm. put in a dress Maybe she'll put in a skirt. She's going to wear high heels or wedges. She's going to put on perfume. But if I'm wearing leggings, I promise you this for comfort. Not my fucking oh. leggings and Jordans to impress men. Like, what the like, fuck? Like, I'm not trying to impress people like Nikes and like a t-shirt and leggings. Like, that's how I went to the gym today. You know? like I, I, was I could definitely see the- women wanting to wear that for comfort and not wearing it for men. Uh, in, in, in 99.9% of the cases, except for these crazy gym influencers who are trying to catch, catch men gawking. Like I can't, I can't stand that. Um, but, but I, I I just got to say, please don't get rid of the, the yoga pants. Just, just keep wearing them. Please, please please keep the yoga pants are staying. The yoga pants are staying. Listen, it's just, it's really wild because, um, being Latinas, our culture is very different. And in our culture, like, um, modesty isn't the vibe. Like you want to be like women are encouraged to be sexy and attractive and feminine and push up bras mm -hmm. and tight dresses and high Mm -hmm. heels like that's how our Selma Hayek from Dusk Till Dawn correct like that's how our entire culture is set up like you 
that's that's just how we are and sometimes it's not even intentional where it's like oh you're just you're trying to be so it's like oh, i'm wearing like a workout that's set right. and like a sweater like what how um because yeah. we're but men it, that's it's, how it's interesting because well, culturally yeah. culturally we're when men. it comes to our faith how we see gender roles how we see family values we're a lot uh less uh, i, I want to say weak than a lot of the people that will say that we're dressed inappropriately but that lack morals where they actually need to to have them right so in, like in my home city in, in in cali where i'm from it's also very hot it's like miami and i think hotter weather also correlates with like more sexy sexual sexy clothes it's less clothing it's like tank tops right. and and, right. and crop tops like, and things like, i told her i said when i go to the gym like for example today i was wearing like a long sleeve and leggings and sneakers and i'm also trying to lose more weight so like wearing a sweater and a long sleeve like it makes me sweat more so i want that but mm -hmm. if i'm outside rollerblading like i am wearing a sports bra and if i'm not wearing a sports bra i'm gonna wear a bikini top with shorts because i don't want to catch an ugly tan it really it's isn't fucking about miami right and 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 so it's island home, life bro in, right in my home city um in cali the men love to have their women actually show off their assets it's completely different mind you this is a 90 percent catholic country catholic city correct correct so celebrating holy week and the men over there are actually the first ones to be like yeah i want you to show like cleavage like if like if you went to the gym when i was there i was there for 20 days or 25 days in december and i enrolled on the gym and i was showing bella all these hot women uh most of them who are moms and they have the banging fucking bodies like fine as hell and they're wearing their booty shorts and their short tops or the leggings and the crop tops and the and like it's very normal right there's not a mm -hmm. lot of like perversion around it and you may say well you know that's not good i'm just telling you that's culturally how it is in my home city um even with like plastic surgeries like the men will pay for like the girls bbl or like to get mm -hmm. their tits done or whatever uh, because they want like the finest looking girl there's like a there's yeah, like, like a beauty, take pride and like, like a beauty women. standard there's like a higher beauty standard than that of the u.s so the girls are like the hair the makeup the teeth the, the nails like everything is like perfection like but i'm with I'm that though like I, I, like you have a if, it, like the whole reason not the whole reason but one of the benefits of dating and, and being or being married or being with a pretty woman is you get to show that that beautiful woman off like she's your she's on your arm like look look at right. what i was able to accomplish so i always tell people i right. i i i i out kicked my coverage with my girl all the time so i i, I walk around and i'm very proud uh to have her yeah, on my arm when we go out show. i'm so what blessed like i out, i out kicked my coverage <laughs> oh, Huh? I know. I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I fucking did it. And and God bless her because it's it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, baby. Um, and and uh, she's she, she's waiting for me to finish the show uh, while we're doing this. So she's the best. She's very supportive. She's she's. I couldn't ask for anything else. But my point being is, when you date a a, a beautiful woman, like you should want to show her off. Like this is this is mine this is what i i was able to attain like and you should want I'm her to proud look her best like, yes wow. i want my girl to look great like i want everybody looking at her like holy shit like that's what i want 
And and she should want that. And and because and, and I think a lot of men have a problem with this and they degrade their women and, and women don't want to get dressed up because they're in these toxic relationships because their men are like, oh, you can't wear this and you right. can't look like this when you go out like. Bitch, fuck you. Which is like, already sh- bad enough in itself. Now those same dusty ass men are on the internet trying to boss around what the rest of us do with our bodies. I got a husband. He's right. fine with like, what I wear. If, don't if wear. My boyfriend doesn't want me to wear something. I won't wear it. It's literally that simple. Like if it and and like let's say that I have a bikini that's like showing too much, you know, or he's uncomfortable with that, then you just put something else. Like it's. It's not, not that big that of a big deal, deal, but I'm not going to have, like, user 225589 <laughs> from, like, Maryland, like, cover up. Like, you have, you're showing too much cleavage. Like, yeah, some crazy yourself. Christian lady from, from, from Mississippi who's yeah. like, you're wearing, mom you're, you're, you're in Miami and you're, mom, you're, you're not wearing mom enough. Of three. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mom of three. You're not wearing enough clothes, like. Like they they completely forget about your content and what you're talking about, and they just complete they go after something that's so easy and simple to attack, which is completely irrelevant and, and usually a projection of what they hate about themselves. In right. Many cases. Wait, and and the guy that was like, well, if it was for comfort that you would wear basketball shorts, like like us men, like we wear basketball shorts and we're comfortable. I'm like, you also have a ball sack and dick. Like like, what what <laughs> so do you, you, wanna you want to date a dyke? Is what you're saying like a dyke. You want me to look like Britney Griner at the gym? Because Yo, that's a dude. That's a dude. That's a dude. That is 100% a dude. You see this guy that's at the fucking male. gala that's over so here? That's, that's a, a fucking that's a dude. Huh? I, I, and you know, whatever. The last thing I say about that is like, I was thinking about it today because like I go to a very private gym and that's the reason why I've been going there for like almost like 10 years. Um, and I know the owners are patriots. And we see the same people every day. Like, there's no, like, it, and, and we do that. We pay more for that privacy, right? So that we have, like, today when I was working out, there was three people and then the trainers. That was oh, that's it. That's great. That's it. That's, that's how great. many people work out when I work out there. They have the classes, which is completely separate. And then there's us in the private gym. And, like, it's the same people. And everyone's there working out. Like, no one's there socializing or trying to hit on anybody. It's, like, a very, like, I don't know. Like, people care about their physique, and that's it. It's private. No one's no one's doing anything. You should, though. Like, yeah, you should want to be healthy. It's a huge problem in yeah. our country that you shame people that are in, in good shape, that look yeah. good. Like, we need, to, we need to get back to the time when it's, like, hey, great job at being in shape. Like, it's a lot of fucking work. You worked your ass off. Like, not only is it time-consuming, but it's fucking hard work uh to, to, sure. to be in shape and not be unhealthy like most people are just fat and unhealthy and it's disgusting and it's and it's a problem that we need to fix i mean alan talk about on the show all the time that they're promoting that it's a healthy way of living to be fat and not go to the gym but uh listen we could keep you ladies here all night uh, we've been having a blast. We definitely have to do this again soon. Uh, and I know Alan and I have been discussing about maybe making a trip down to Florida to visit our friend Roger Stone. And maybe if we if we can work it out, maybe stop by the studio and hang out with you ladies and do uh, a we'll show. We'll have you guys sometime. on the show. We'll have you guys on the show. Just let us know when you're in town, James. Oh, we definitely will. We're, we're working out the details. It's still all up in the air. But if that happens, we'll definitely hit you up. Tell everybody again where they could find you uh, and check out your podcast because it is unbelievable. They aren't just two beautiful women. They actually have unbelievable content and Thank they're fucking slay, slaying it. So tell everybody where they could find you. Yeah, we could. 
Go ahead. You can find us on YouTube every Thursday at 9 p.m. at Mostly Peaceful Latinas. And then I am mostly on Instagram at Wake Up With Linda. I'm also um, managing our Twitter account, which is super lit. We got over 5,000 followers now in less than a month. Uh, at Get it. At MPL Podcast, I, uh, at MPL Podcast 305 is our Twitter. And then obviously, uh, Mostly Peaceful also on Instagram, which she mostly manages that account. Yeah, mostly on that account and then Red Pill Babe on Truth Social, one of the few places where we're allowed to exist these days. Yeah, you're you're one of the most censored people like like uh, me. I, I, I'm actually worried. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm actually worried to have ha- to come on your show on YouTube. It might get your channel taken down i've had five, so ch- no, we're five channels that. have been taken down because they had me on as a guest so i'd be very nervous for you uh to have me on actually but go give these ladies a follow check out their podcast it's unbelievable they're covering local politics and uh and global events as well they go down some rabbit holes they're a lot of fun uh thank you ladies for coming on we definitely got to do this again we'll be back on friday we might have a guest we might not we're working on it right now but until next time guys where we go one we go all Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks 
to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. The truth.